Blow and the Doctor. Hey you fans and welcome to the Big Blue Box Podcast, I'm Gary. Hello madam. And welcome to episode 23. Hope you guys have had a wonderful Christmas and you're feeling all fat and consumed plenty of alcohol and just lazed out for most of it. I know I certainly am. Ah, oh, me too. <laughs> Lots of cold turkey sandwiches still waiting to be eaten. Turkey and gammon. Oh yeah. I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys got loads of um, Doctor Who goodies as well from Santa. Mm. Not yeah, the Santa you... in your dream, but the real Santa. Yeah, that's <laughs> scary, isn't it? To think we could actually still be in it, a dream. Oh, dude. Yeah. Huh. Did you get lots of presents? Lots of Who stuff? Uh, I got a few Who bits. A few yeah. Who nuggets. A few Who nuggets of uh, bits and pieces, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I got, the, uh, I got the annual, which is an always expected gift from, from family. Well, that's cool. I actually I quite like the annual just because Capaldi looks uber cool on it. <laughs> it's one of those things where um, I, I'm pretty sure that somebody in the family has gone. What does What does Gary want for Christmas? Mm. Um, oh, he likes Doctor Who. Ah, oh, the annual's a good bet. Always yeah. a good one. The annual. As long as you didn't get more than one, you didn't sort of you know people aunties and uncles didn't think all oh, we'll think let's get him the annual. You just no. got the one, did you? Yeah, well, that's good. Just the one, and it's pretty cool as well. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a really good kind of short read you can read it instantly in like 10 minutes yeah that's right I, I got it if you remember i paid full price for it um no one bought it me f- for christmas i i didn't get very many who presents at all because i think um i think people assume that i've got everything and you know they're scared to get me something because they, they're thinking i've probably already got it so i was a bit light on the old who gifts yeah well that's the danger isn't it um mm. for somebody like you what do you buy, what you can't really buy you anything, Doctor Who, because you've got everything pretty much. No, I'm the I'm the impossible man. The impossible man. <laughs> I did get, I did get a very cool um one uh, one of the I think I only got two two or three Who gifts, but one of them was a very cool uh, Tardis like a Tardis copter. So like it's a Tardis, but it's got spinny helicopter wings and it properly flies around the room and it's absolutely lethal. Oh, I've seen and that, I love isn't? it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's very cool. Yeah. As I say, it's, it's a good one for uh, taking someone's eye out. So, yeah. No, it's cool. I, I, I love it. Yeah. So oh, that was awesome. one of the who gifts I got. So that's very cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't get anything else. I got the um, a desk calendar for next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't opened it yet, but... Um, is that the sort of retro retro yellow and bluey one? No, it's not the, oh. um, it's not the full-size calendar that you hang up. It's, um, it's No, no. I saw like a... Like a little, I think it is a desktop one. It was a, I didn't I only saw it once, and um, yeah, it's very retro-like, really cool. But but I only saw it in one little shop. Yeah, no, I did see that. It's um, yeah, it's like a real old-school vintage-looking. Yeah, uh, it's very thing. cool. Yeah, um, no, didn't get that one. Didn't get that one. No, no I bought it for myself because no one bought it for me, so Aww. I went back and got it. <laughs> and it wasn't reduced either. I was thinking, come on, <laughs> Christmas is over. Let's have some. Let's have a pound off. But no. Okay. So, yeah, but it is good. Yeah, I'm, I, I like that one. The only other thing that I, I got, I got myself. I bought myself a um, a Who Prezi. Um, mm-hmm. While I was um, while I was away, I got a uh, uh, this really cool Doctor Who mug, which I'd seen um, in the BBC shop maybe two years ago, and I thought it'd been discontinued, and I found it. It's um, 
it's it's the comic booky looking uh, mug. It's quite a large one, and it's got some panels that look like the Doctor Who comic. It's got Zygon on there, Cyberman, Tardis. Oh um, right, Matt Smith. Yeah, it looks quite cool. I'd only seen it a couple of times, and uh, I thought they'd stop making it, so that was a good find. I can't picture it actually. Um, yeah, so it sounds good. I, I can't think of which mug that is. Yeah, I'll stick a photo on um, on the Facebook page after. Ah, uh, now you just reminded me. You didn't put your picture of you in your Christmas jumper, and I'm very oh. disappointed. Oh, I didn't, did I? No. So that's two pictures you've got to put up. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, so- and now now the now the Facebook followers are flowing in. I notice on the. On the Facebook page, they'll uh, you know you've even more pressure to get some pictures on. Yes, yeah, I was going to come on to that a bit later. It's um mm. we've had a huge uh, a huge increase on the on the Facebook like. So thank you very much, all of you guys that um that have jumped on there and, and given us a like. That's really cool. Hello. Yes, it's really nice. Really nice. Uh, so what did you do for Christmas, mate? Did you? Uh, I, I'm assuming because you you haven't been that well. Uh, you've just kind of vegged out and <laughs> chilled out. Yes, I've just uh, decided the best way to get over any sort of cold or man flu is to drink lots of alcohol (laughs) and eat lots of food. Um, So that's what I've done. Uh, And as you can see here from my nasally old voice, it hasn't worked. But no, I had a great Christmas. I I spent it with all my family, which is lovely. And um, yeah, really good, really good Christmas. Thanks for Boxing Day. Um, I didn't get my Christmas jumper. I waited right till... Uh, December the 22nd before I cancelled my order because it, it was never dispatched um, oh. so I was a little bit disappointed in that but my other half did get me um, a t-shirt of a Christmas jumper which I had seen online and but didn't think yeah you know, I thought well, I want the real thing but actually do you know what it was really cool and it was so nice to open it on Christmas day and actually because my jumper hadn't turned up and I was a bit disappointed. It was a really good thing to have. So I had that on a Christmas day and it had like, it's got like, um, you know, the TARDIS and Daleks and we've been able to. So I did feel Christmassy then. I had sort of something Doctor Who that was also Christmassy. Cool. So that was very cool. I was very, yeah, a lot of, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, there's a lot of points made that day. My other <laughs> half went up in my estimation. So that's cool. Oh, sweet. I di- I, yeah, I did, I did drop an absolute clangor though after I opened it. <laughs> Because I'd felt the present, and uh, um, you know, like you do when no one's around, I sort of felt the present. I thought it was that they do these like plush Dalek and Cybermen, which I thought were terrible. Yeah. So yeah. when I opened the t shirt, I was like, oh, brilliant. I said, oh, that's good. I said, oh, I'm pleased because I thought it was one of those awful plush Daleks. Oh, no. And then he went, oh. Mm. And he gave me the next present, and I opened it, and it was the plush Dalek, <laughs> oh, and I felt terrible. God. But actually, and I'm not just saying this; it is not as it is actually not too bad. I just I'd seen them in the shop, and all the ones that seen were all crushed down. I just thought, oh, they look rubbish, but I do love it, and I know you won't believe me because I'm just saying it now. But yeah, it was a bit of a clank. It was sort of what <laughs> went from you know hero to zero in two seconds, no. um, which is a bit of a shame. The t- was, yeah, yeah, the t-shirt was it the red or the blue one? It was the red one. Okay, right, because I'm sure they had a blue one as well. They did, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a red and a blue, yeah. Right, cool. And this is from um, uh, a, a certain science fiction collectible store, mm. which has got a rocket in its logo. Is that correct? <laughs> That's the one. That oh, is okay. the very one, yeah. Right, I mean, it's yeah. a great store, but when it comes to uh, getting stuff out, they... they yeah, they could improve. They could probably yeah. need another rocket. Yes, because when I when I when I visit the store, whenever I'm in London, I always try and go in there. Mm. And um, there, yeah, the actual stuff in the store is is great. But oh yeah, yeah, I've ordered a, a few things from them um, quite regularly actually, and I must say, there's I've had more mishaps with them than 
um, than the other companies that I ordered from in terms of like Doctor Who or sci-fi stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I love the store. I mean, I just I could lose days in there. I love mm-hmm. physically going in, like you say. But um, on the order side of things, mm. Mm. anyway. Yes, anyway. So I'm glad you had a good one, mate. Yeah, it was good, mate. And yeah. you, you had a good one. Of course, you've been swanning around Canada on a horse, and you know, doing <laughs> doing whatever people do in Canada on a horse. Uh, were you on a horse? No, I don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how was Canada? Canada was very, very good. Thank you. It was, um, it was a, a, an interesting change to be away for Christmas because uh, mm. we've never been away for Christmas before, and we just thought, ah, sod it, let's just bugger off. And um, yeah, we were in Toronto in Ontario, and it was, uh, it was really, really nice actually. Very Christmassy over there, and um, yeah, and we had a bit of downtime in the hotel, and I ended up watching um, Doctor Who most of the time. Mm. So that was really cool. So over in in Canada, they've got this channel called Space. I don't know if anybody of our listeners are from uh, Canada or heard of this channel, but it's really, really good. I wish they did it here in the UK. I thought um, you were going to say, I don't know if any of our listeners are from Space. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like you were going to say that. Well, it could be. Well, you never know. You never know. Uh, But yeah, it's this really cool channel, and they had this Doctor Who marathon. They started... They started it before I got there, and they, it was basically every episode from Eccleston uh, all the way through to last Christmas. So pretty much every day, it was just non-stop Doctor Who, 24-7, which was fantastic, because every time I got back to the hotel in the evening, bosh, on it went, up in the morning, on it went, you know, you know it was just all the time. And uh, and had these, like, little, um, uh, these little shows in between as well where just guys on the sofa chatting about Doctor Who before you went into the next one and it was just really cool it was like because I would never have watched that amount of Doctor Who if I was here in the UK so no no that's really cool I bet you were really surprised as well I bet you didn't expect to go over there and, and, and have that I didn't at all I I, yeah. I thought the only thing that I would watch would be Last Christmas that's the yeah. only bit of Doctor Who I expected to watch and uh, upon arriving I had a look through the channels. I thought, oh, there's a Matt Smith episode. And it was one of those things where every time I went back to the room and put it on, it's like, oh, here's another one. Here's another <laughs> one. So when I looked at the um, at the, the TV guide for that channel online, it, it did actually say, you know, if, if you like Doctor Who, then then cool. If you don't like Doctor Who, you're going to be disappointed for the next <laughs> few days. So it was very, very I, cool. Yeah. So are you all Doctor Who'd out now? Are you just, is your brain just exploding with all this amount of Doctor Who that you've taken in. I mean, you've probably got enough um, information in your head to do about 200 podcasts. Never. Am I Doctor Who'd out? <laughs> Never. Never. No, it's cool. Um, I was I was starting to get a little bit, um, yeah, a little bit bored of Amy and Rory mm. after a while, I will admit. Yeah. Um, and I really like those guys. I thought they were good companions. But when you watch a lot of them in con- in concession, it's uh, in succession. Sorry, they get a little bit. They grind on you just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could imagine that. But no, it was all good. Excellent. And I, and I know you you tried to stay up to watch last Christmas. I saw your tweet. <laughs> at two, was it two in the morning? Is that right? Yeah. Well, it, mm. yeah. Well, it was not too bad. It, they went out at nine p.m. in Canada, and. Uh, do you know, I was just so wrecked. We, we, were, we had a really late one the night before. Um, so we were out really late and we did loads of walking that day. And we was out and we just, but you know, you know when you just settle down and you've had a, you've had a, couple, of, uh, a couple of beers and you're all nice and settled. And I just couldn't keep my eyes open, mate. I think I was about 15, 20 minutes in. Yeah. And I just, I was gone. I didn't even have any control. I just woke up at about two hours later with the TV still on. 
Oh, and I bet and, you were uh, like, oh, damn it. I was, yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. And uh, obviously there I've got no no TiVo box, no DVR, nothing in the room. So I no literally thought, up. yeah, so, um, yeah, so I, I waited until I got back in the UK yesterday and stuck it on as soon as I got back. So Awesome. And so, we shall get to our review of it later to see if we agree. Yes, will we will we agree on this one? I don't think we will. I don't know what Gary <laughs> listeners. I don't know what Gary thinks of this episode at all. He hasn't tweeted. He hasn't given any clues. So you know, I should be going into this blind. I think he knows what I think of it, but yeah. it's going to be interesting. I think. Yeah. I've got a feeling, but we'll see if I'm right. Yes. The only thing I put on Twitter was um, it was certainly interesting, and, mm. I, and and it could go either way based on that. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool though because. Um, I think a lot of uh, a lot of people that do review shows and stuff like that they they do tend to kind of chew the fat before they record. Mm. So I really like it that we don't converse a lot about the particular episode we're re- we're reviewing. We're just straight into it, cold turkey. Uh, yeah, no, totally, I agree. I, I love that as well. Uh, the only th- I always get annoyed with myself that sometimes I can't resist putting stuff on <laughs> on Twitter and like uh, you know, there's a couple of guys uh, you know I have a conversation with and. When I'm tweeting sometimes in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to say this because you might just see that tweet. And I don't want you to see it because I, you know, I like <laughs> to keep our reaction fresh. But yeah, yeah I'm afraid I did. Um, I did give in. You and cut put, loose, put it didn't out you? there. Yeah. Mm. Cut loose. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good though. You didn't really. You didn't reveal too much. No. Just your general vibe, I guess. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So we hope you guys had a really good Christmas. And uh, Adam, let's land it. News, news, news. Mm. News. The news. News. I, I just got to say, actually, some of the people that um, have been listening to our podcast um, were talking about us in a chat the other day, and they loved the la- they they liked the landing bit. <laughs> they were actually saying because one of them was saying, "Oh, they're just landing," and then someone else said, "What are you talking about?" And they were like, "Oh, I mean, they're ready to do the news." <laughs> and it was oh, quite. Cool. I was just I was just looking at this chat, just uh, taking it all in. It's quite funny. So yeah, people like the landing, which is good. It's important that we land so we can concentrate. Yeah, I think news. so. Yeah, we can't be spinning around the universe trying to do the news. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. and flying a TARDIS is no, it's not an easy thing, you know? No, and if you saw how Gary flew a TARDIS list as well. A lot of clanging and banging, <laughs> a lot of mucking <laughs> yeah. about, running around. No good. Yeah, whereas I just sit back. I'm a very much a backseat TARDIS driver. Yeah, you've got a... Um, actually, I just conjured up... A, sorry, we will get to the news, but this has just conjured up an image in my head. Mm-hmm. Of you as Sylvester McCoy in the Doctor Who movie. <laughs> you remember when he just sits in the armchair and he's got, he's got the, you know, that he's got a cup of tea. Yes, I know exactly the bit you're yes. thinking about. Yeah. yeah, that's you, isn't it? It is me. Yeah, that is to- That is one hundred percent me. Yeah, yeah. We haven't known each other that long, but you're absolutely spot on. That is me. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll sort everything where, out. You just have a cup of tea. Yeah. Where? So are you saying you're more than McGann? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, kissing the ladies, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on swiftly, uh, the news. Um, first bit of news is quite quite a biggie, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's actually confirmed. It's not one of Stephen Moffat's. He hasn't just rambled it at some Q&A. It's actually <laughs> confirmed this, isn't it? Go on in. Well, Jenna Coleman, not just for half of Series 9. She's back for whole, the whole of Series 9. Whoa. What do you think of that? Hmm. A bit bored of Clara now, I'll be honest. Mm. 
I like Clara. I really do like her character and stuff. But I just, I'm, 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 I'm keen for a, a new companion, somebody new. Yeah, I did a ma- when I when I heard it was official. She's coming back for the whole series. I really groaned. I, <laughs> I really did. Um, I have to be honest. I mean, I. I'm not Clara's biggest fan, but I don't dislike her. I, I think she she massively improved in Series Eight. Um, but do I want her back for another full series? Not really. Um, yeah, I do like the chemistry between her and Capaldi. That's the only thing I was thinking about today. I was thinking, well, on the plus side, her and Capaldi do work well together, and I think she's good for the show. I mean, she may not be quite my cup of tea, but she has a huge fan base out there. A lot of people do like her. So she's, I think she's quite good for the program, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, hundred percent on board with that. Yeah, I, I echo your thoughts there, mate. It's because mm. um, I thought that, especially the first, um, well, for most of series eight, I thought that her performances have been really, really good. Um, mm. And I think you and I have said that on a podcast um, a while ago that um, it was a, when we were going through the reviews from from series eight, we we normally say. Um, Jenna Coleman gave a really, really good performance again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, so yeah. she, she, she's really, really good as Clara. Um, I just think that they're dragging this out a little bit now. I'm, I'm not sure where they're going to go with her, with her character. I mean, she was, she was obviously very important to, um, to the show back when um, Matt Smith was in it um, and his era, because we had the whole um, Clara being present along the doctor's entire time stream and, and kind of saving him at key points. Yeah. Um, so that was like a really crucial thing for the doctor. You know, she played a really important part, but then she's kind of gone, she's kind of gone into this. I don't know. They've, they've written her into this kind of weird, um, depressive almost, um, feeling to her character at the moment. I'm not really sure where they're going to go. She's very, she's very down in the dumps at the moment, isn't she? yeah you know um, and i think you you've you've hit the nail on the head i think it's important where she goes in series nine because the first thing i thought of when they announced she was there for a full series is i really don't want another series where she's so prominent in the storylines like it annoyed a lot of people in series eight for me it was okay there were moments when i thought it, there was too much clara you know like a lot of people are saying it was the clara show and all this yeah yeah it was to an extent it didn't annoy me as it did some sort of quarters of fandom but i don't want another series of that i don't want another series of clara and her boyfriend and all the storylines are revolving around clara so she is going to stay i hope they sort of it's the doctor and clara arriving in adventures and getting into an adventure rather than it being too much about clara again because i think if it is i think then it will become boring and it will become stale so i hope they take it in a slightly newer direction and you know just just rein it in a little bit you know it doesn't need to be too much about about yeah. the companion. Yeah, I th- I'm hoping for at least a few episodes where, um, kind of when it was like, you remember um, uh, Tom Baker and Liz Sladen in something like Pyramids of Mars? Yeah. That kind of vibe, you know, where they just turn up and it's just an adventure. There's no, there's no big twisted story plot as to why they're there. And, and there's no big... Um, there's no big drama that Clara's going through with boyfriends or emotions or stuff like that. They're just there on an adventure, just like you say, really. Yeah, nothing sort yeah. of no nothing getting in the way. I'm thinking actually of our review of Unicorn and the Wasp, how we said, you know, the Doctor and Donna, they just arrive in the middle of an adventure and it's a fun adventure. And there's no little cutbacks or stuff 
getting in the way. So I'd like I'd like a bit more of that, really. Yeah, we we had that a couple of times, I think, with things like um, Robot of Sherwood, mm. um, and another couple of episodes. We did have that to a degree, but she was still, it there, she there was still this big storyline running through with her and Danny and yeah and some other stuff, and it was just yeah. So series nine, let's hope that she um, let, well let's hope that they write her character to be to have a slightly different approach rather than the 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 down in the dumps depressive and she's quite ungrateful as well she's yeah she's sort of <laughs> she's going a little bit down that uh not bratty but she's she is going down that slightly sort of selfish bit arrogant route mm. um but that's yeah i think yeah you're right that's down to the writers so you know mm. not so much clara i guess but yeah i know what you mean yeah and what was the thing with this um because I read or heard somewhere about she was going to be in half of series nine. Where did that come from? I don't know. I, I think, I mean, that's the thing. I think, I don't know how much of it is just publicity. Cause obviously everyone was thinking she was going to leave mm-hmm. at the end of last Christmas. I don't know how much of it is promotional spin and how much of it is true. You know, whether she did leave it right to last second to sign on. I think Steve-O, the moth, I think he actually did say recently, um, you know that she did leave him hanging right to the last second, apparently. Right. So, right. so I don't know whether how much of that had an impact on, on the story. Okay. You know, hmm. but yeah, I th- I mean, I that could have probably worked for me. Half a se- series of Clara, you know, and then someone new coming in. That, that that could have probably worked, but I think that's why when she was announced for a full series, I was thinking, Ugh, you know, yeah, a bit no. too much, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll Perhaps steve has got a big plan. I'm, I'm guessing he has. Yeah. Yeah. Right, next bit of news. Um, so this is going to be about last Christmas and the viewing, fi- the viewing figures. I can't talk today. No, I know, I me neither, talk. actually. No. I, although I'm actually, if you can hear my teeth chattering, um, my fire's gone out. and I'm, <laughs> I haven't got any heating. And I actually am suddenly freezing. Uh, so if I sound a bit shaky... I actually am. <laughs> um, right, I'm trying so, to put a log on with my foot, but I can't reach the fire. Uh, but yeah, so viewing figures last yeah. Christmas. Hmm. So 6.3 mil. Which sounds incredibly low. I know it's an overnight mm-hmm. figure, but that's incredibly low. But but this is, um, all the shows are low this year, aren't they? I mean, it it yeah. beat Downtown, did, is that right? Downtown Abbey, but it, it came in just oh, no, above I, that. Yeah, which yep. is, I mean, amazing because Downtown has a... You know, it was always a ratings hit. Yep. But 6.3 for a Christmas Day episode, to me, sounds incredibly low. Yep. You know, when you think Fools and Horses things used to get 25 million. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a few years ago, obviously, and times have changed. But 6.3, I mean, it'll go up to about probably, what will that got to? Eight and a half, nine? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, it's respectable. And like I say, all the other shows are the same so it's not as if it's um a bad figure in terms of the other programs but it does sound low for, yeah. for a christmas day episode mm, it was just behind cory uh cory was um i think 6.5 million right um so it wasn't far behind coronation street so it was up there it was a, it was in the top it was in the top 10 of you know the most watched shows which is good it didn't come anywhere near things like east enders and 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 that stuff but um yeah, it, it, viewing figures are definitely down in terms of um, broadcast figures. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if at some point they're going to take into account um, uh, digital viewing on demand and iPlayer and stuff like that, because uh, I think if you throw that into the mix, um, it will be a lot higher. 
Do they not do that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure oh. because um, do you remember there was the, um, I think two shows ago, we spoke about this story that went out from the papers to say that Doctor Who had been cancelled because the the <laughs> figures were so low. Yeah. Um, and what they and they were correct. They did say that the actual broadcast overnight figures were were lower than normal. But the um, the people who run the story was you know they weren't taking into account the on demand and the iPlayer and stuff. So I'm not sure if they include it in that or if they calculate that afterwards or they don't include. I'm not sure. But I I, I was assumed it got added on after. Um, I might be wrong. I don't know. I was assumed that's why it kind of jumped up that they consolidated all the information and did an average or whatever they do yeah um so i don't know but it will go up i mean you know it's still as i say it's still respectable in comparison to everything else but True. i expected it to be around about the sort of 10 12 you yeah. know yeah I would have, I, that's what i would have thought yeah i thought it was going to be a quite a bit higher than that because mm. um the the show is very very popular these days it's the well isn't it as popular as it's ever been doctor who right now so um and also, there was nothing else on. I mean, there was no big blockbuster this year. I think it was one of the sort of most anticipated specials mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. You know, there, was, there wasn't much else on. Yeah. So, you know, which is probably why it's top of the, you know, like I said, even though it's low, it still, still beat other, other things. So, because there wasn't really a lot else on, unless you like Miranda. <laughs> a bit of slapstick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, Christmas, Christmas Day especially, there's... Mm. I, I don't watch it myself, but apart from EastEnders, um, there's nothing else on BBC One, really. I'm sure there might be a load of people going nuts at the moment, saying, how can you say that? This is on and this is on. But, mm. in, in, you know, generally, I don't think there's much else on. No, no, I think, you know, but yeah, it's still respectable, though. It's still, still good. Stupid people not watching mm. Doctor Who. Yeah, probably. Too, but do you know, the thing is, does this come down to the time it was on as well? Because we were saying that it was a slightly early... You know, compared to the rest of the series that's been on around sort of half eight, you know, quarter past six was quite early as well. So whether that factored into it. <laughs> that's really funny. So many people have um, have picked up on the fact that Doctor Who's gone out later mm. um, in series eight and it's had an effect on the on the figures. Then it goes out earlier and they say it's gone out too early. Yeah. Yeah. You can, there's, no, there's no. Yeah. I, see, I take your point. Yeah. yeah. You can't win, can you? No, that's true. Yeah. And people don't, like you said, it, habits are different. People don't watch watch these things i mean i i didn't watch it till boxing day we had it on but i, I didn't watch it properly till boxing day so yeah you know, i'm sure a lot of people were the same yeah anyways 6.3 mil mm. it's not bad it's, it ain't bad yeah it ain't bad uh what's the next bit dude so yeah well this is this is good but the good news uh, the doctor has been voted the best sci-fi character of all time uh, in a survey by the bfi and you know the BFI, I have a lot of respect for. So I actually think that's a very cool accolade to get because, mm. yeah, from the BFI. So that's very cool. Yeah, I love that. And it's um, yeah. he was voted ahead of uh, of many other iconic uh, sci-fi characters as well. He beat off people like um, Darth Vader, uh, Fox Mulder from The X-Files, uh, Ellen Ripley from Alien, um, and loads of other. Yeah, so he was, uh, he, he beat the lot. Which so he was, awesome. yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, that's good. So he was in good company there, and yeah. like just those ones you just mentioned, they're all they all are all very good characters. Um, I mean, I I, I think Doctor Who's so popular now that it's it's almost it's not inevitable that he's going to win, but you know, there's always a good chance that he's going to get a lot of votes. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, 
and um, it would be it'd be interesting to find out if there was a breakdown of um, of which because I'm assuming that you couldn't pick which incarnation of the Doctor it was just the Doctor in general. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see um, if they opened that up to a, a particular Doctor. I'm guessing not, but um, but and some other people from who turned up on the list as well. Uh, so this was this the top 100. Uh, I believe or, so. Yeah. Yes, yeah, hundred. Yeah. So, um, uh, the master popped in at number ninety, mm. um, which was uh, which is interesting. I didn't think he'd be on the list at all, really. No, no, not me either. Or she, he, she, whatever. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Captain Jack, thirteenth. What? Um, Hang on, sorry. What? Captain Jack was thirteen, and the master was ninety. Yeah. We have sorry. to remember that Torchwood was very, very, very popular recently in recent mm. years. You know, the master's only really. Um, well, actually, no, because he was he was around in the tenant stuff, wasn't he? And yeah, um, so yeah, I'm just surprised. That's quite thirteen's quite high. I'm actually a little bit. I mean, I like Captain Jack, but yeah. I'm a little bit surprised about that. I, I'm guessing it's more for his Torchwood stuff. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. must be yeah, a- yeah, along right. with the Who stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm just about to go on a massive Torchwood rewatch. Oh, cool. Right. So yeah, yeah, he's cool. Cool. Uh, Rose Tyler, forty four, um, coming in ahead of Donna Noble at forty six. Yeah. Uh, Amy Pond down at 69. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Ponds, a, not doing it. Not doing it, no. Yeah. No. And, uh, and Sarah Jane Smith, mm. 65. Oh, come on. I know. No. I know. River Song was in there. Oh, where was she? 73. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crikey. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so I, I think it's that way. <laughs> How serious? I mean, it's the beer. As I said, respect for the beer fight, one hundred percent. But how seriously can you take these lists? I mean, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is not by any means a definitive list. It's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, it was quite. It was quite. Um, it was quite split as well in terms of who was voting. Did they have um, anyone collect it? I mean, was there like a sort of special, you know, like little presentation or anything, or was this just an online? Um, it was just an online thing. All oh, right, okay. They didn't drag up a producer or someone. Oh, no, no. No. No, it was just an online bit of tomfoolery. Oh, that's cool. It's cool, though. Doctor Who scooping that one. Best sci-fi character of all time. As voted by... People. People from the BFI. No, people who, <laughs> who like the BFI. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, so another bit of great news here. Um, because I... And I was quite excited when I read this, actually, because there is a Doctor, I think, that gets quite overlooked. Um, do you agree with me on this? I do, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So there's a new mini-series um, of comics from Titan, and we both buy the Titan comics, don't we? We do. And uh, they're going to be doing a new series featuring the Ninth Doctor um, to celebrate the 10th anniversary, which is, which is great, I think. Um, I think Nine gets quite overlooked. I think Chris... Just, you know, never mind what happened after. You know, I know he doesn't want to know the show any, anymore, but but I think when he was in the show, I think he gave a great performance. And um, and I like the Night Doctor. So I'm really pleased that he's going to be carrying on some adventures in the Titan comics. Um, and I sort of thought he already was. It's strange, even though I collect them. When I read this, I was thinking, well, they've already done some nine, haven't they? And I was thinking, oh, no. <laughs> so I think he does get a bit overlooked. And um, there's not been much merchandise for nine for ages. So... I think this is very good that he's he's going to be back in the comic strip. How about yourself? Fantastic. Ah! 
<laughs> no. See, I needn't have I needn't have gone off on that little spiel. I could have literally <laughs> summed it up in one word. Damn. Yeah, I think this is very cool because yeah. I, I love the Ninth Doctor. He does get yeah. overlooked a lot, and mm, um, I think this is a nice little touch to celebrate because um, they they're doing it for the tenth anniversary of when it came back in two thousand five. Yeah. So it's um, I'd like to see more of it though. This is only going to be a mini a mini uh, series. Um, I'm not sure how many issues that consists of, but um, yeah, issue one's out uh, March next year, so not too long to wait. Um, and it says it's going to tie in with the tenth and a first. When did it? What month did it come out in 05? Was it March? Uh, it was around Easter time, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly. Okay. Um, but that is a complete. That is, I am not sure about that. I just always think of Doctor Who being at Easter time. Around this, around this era, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Somebody may well correct me, but yeah. Oh, it's five parts. Sorry, five issues, and about tw- twenty variants for each. Will that be? Or there will be, <laughs> inevitably. And you know what? <laughs> They're fantastic. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> yeah. So there's probably going to be uh, um, different covers, about eight per cover. Mm. I would say. Will you be getting them all, or will you cherry pick the best ones? I'll cherry pick. Do you know what? I've bought yeah. so many of the uh, mm. of the ninth, tenth, and now the twelfth Doctor um, comics. I can't keep I can't keep buying all the variants. It's ridiculous. Oh, I'm the same though. In fact, I've just had two arrive this morning. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah, I'm, I I love them though. That's the problem because I just love the artwork and stuff. I love having the variants, but they do take the mic a little bit with the amount of variants they do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm with you, Gary. I, oh, I love buying the variants. Yeah. But I saw I've, got, a, I've got, a back, got a cut back as well. Yeah, definitely. I saw a couple of ones in Canada and I thought, oh, I haven't got those. I'll Ooh. get them. There was a Comic-Con exclusive one. There was a, another exclusive that I hadn't seen. Well, I'd seen, but I wasn't able to get here. Oh, I'll tell me you got it. Yeah, yeah, I got them. Oh, good man. And then I immediately thought, why did I do that? <laughs> no, no, don't regret it. No, you definitely because if you hadn't have got it, you would have you would have got home and thought, ah, oh, I wish I'd bought those variants. So true, I, I, true. Is, you would have honestly. I've done that. I did it when I was in Australia. I picked things up, put them back, and you you get home, you think, ah, oh, you know, I'm not going to go to there again for a million years. So why didn't I get it? So you did the right thing. Cheers, man. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I've gone in the space of about a minute. I've gone from saying we need to stop buying variants to t- to saying you should buy variants. I don't know how that happened. Paradox. Very timey, why me? Yeah. <laughs> Super paradox. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yes, yeah, so I should. I should definitely be picking those up. I, I I look forward to that. Yeah, defo, defo those ones. I, uh, have you got yourself a comic box yet? You know, like the you can get the boxes that you can keep them all in. Because I've just got one. My I partner have, was yeah. like, oh, for good. Oh, you've got one too. I have numerous ones because I've got quite ah. a large collection of comics anyways. Oh, I feel so yeah. much better now you've said that because my partner was not impressed. It's like, oh, more stuff. Did you get oh, the it? sleeves and backing boards as well? Absolutely. Good lad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just your Doctor Who comics box, right? It is, it is, yeah, yeah. Sweet, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's currently, yeah, got. it's already half, well, yeah, no, it's pretty much... It's over half full, actually, because I've got the... Um, who was the what? DWM? No. Who did it before? DWI? Yes. Yeah, I've yeah. got... I, I used to collect a lot of those as well. So oh, it's, cool. Right. It's already pretty full. Yeah. I'll we'll probably stuff. have to buy another one soon and try and sneak it in the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very cool. Yeah. You have to spray it TARDIS blue. 
Uh, is, have you done that? No, I might do. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, cool. I think it, did, it it could do a little bit of livening up. They are a bit boring, aren't they? Just a white box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you could be right. Maybe we can make a stencil or a series of stencils and turn them into little TARDISes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're thinking, too far. Yeah. Too oh, well, far. no, I'm just thinking, well, yeah, I've got, I've got visions of also cutting um, a potato and, 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 and dabbing it in ink. <laughs> Where does oh, it all end? Yeah, too much Blue Peter as a kid. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, enough, enough with this. Yes. This is serious now. I know, and I'm and I'm and I'm starting to enjoy myself, and and we're about to do the review. Yeah, can you stop enjoying yourself now? <laughs> well, I will once we get into review. Right, should we do it? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get into it. Last Christmas. Okay, right, Clara Oswald, mostly famous travel book, science kits, strict ban on hair products, marginal for naughty list ninety three. Believe her until the age of nine. Why did you stop? Because you're a fairy tale. I grew up fairy tales. <sighs> Did you, Clara? Did you really? Clara, I want you to step inside the TARDIS. I don't want you to talk. I want you to do as I ask, please. It was good with the box. Not often we get upstaged on a rooftop. Yes. I'm really here. I'm back. Now get inside the TARDIS. I know what this is. I know what's happening. And I know what's at stake. I don't think you do, Doctor. But I promise before this Christmas Day is done, you will be glad of my help. Happy Easter. I've just realised how um, how creepy the music was on this one. Yeah, me too, actually. I was, I was thinking about the music earlier because um, uh, I would have liked to have, have watched this again. I've, I've only watched it twice <laughs> one the first time i couldn't hear a word of it uh, particularly um and i was thinking about the music because i didn't really notice it and, and very often when i make notes you know for the podcast um this one of the things i sort of put down you know was it too much was it you know because it's been really good lately mm-hmm. it's not been sort of too overbearing um yeah and i didn't i didn't really notice the music in this which might be a good thing because it might mean it was you know just right that it was in the background creating atmosphere yeah it was um it was a little bit spooky. It was quite cool. Mm. Yeah. Well, it was a very spooky episode, wasn't it? Mhm. It was quite. Yeah. Um right, where do we st- where do we start with this one? Well, um, well I'm just going to come out and say it, Gary. Did on. you enjoy it? Um I did. Now, uh, mm, I I have to I have to put a glass ceiling on it though. Okay. Um I'm, and overall I did enjoy it. I I really did. Um but I didn't enjoy it lots, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was one of those episodes where I thought, after afterwards, when I stopped watching it, I thought that that was good. I, I enjoyed that. Um, was I desperate to go and rewatch it? No. Um, will I be sticking it on every Christmas day? No. Um, will I watch it if it's on telly? Probably. But I won't go out of my way probably to stick it on and watch it. I hope that makes sense. It does. I, I had a feeling you would enjoy it. Um, don't, don't get me wrong. I didn't. When I say enjoyed it, I wasn't. I I enjoyed it to the point where. I 
I thought it was well, you know, it was it was it was fairly well written, um, and it kind of stopped there really. Mm. Yeah, I, I wasn't blown away by um, performances or or settings or anything like that. Um, yeah, we'll go into a bit more detail. But what did you think overall? Let's get your um, let's get your in the face review. Well, is it actually what you said is really interesting because you you said when it finished, you thought to yourself, "Well, I enjoyed that," and and I and I was the opposite when when it finished, when that credits come up, the Doctor and Jenna will return, and the end credits rolled. I was the opposite. I was like, oh. I felt really flat. I just didn't enjoy it. Um, I do think it's got a really good concept at the heart of it, mm-hmm. and I I agree. I, there are bits of it I like. Don't get me wrong. I didn't. I didn't not. I didn't not like this episode. So I'm a bit like you. Don't get me wrong. Even though I say I don't enjoy it, there were bits I thought were good. Mm-hmm. And I did, did like the sort of storyline. Like you said, I thought it was a good storyline. It's certainly one of the better Stephen Moffat Christmas specials in my view. So even though, <laughs> a bit like you, even though I'm saying I didn't enjoy it, I still think there's a lot of merit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, yeah, as an overall... Like you said, would I watch it again? No, I didn't really want to watch it. Like I said, I would have liked to watch it a third time for the just for the purpose of this doing a podcast. But would I watch it again? Otherwise, no, I wouldn't. It it just left me really cold. I d- I don't know. It just fell really flat for me. I found it hard going. I think I yeah. I think that's yeah. the thing. There wasn't there was wasn't enough fun in it. Um, and the characters in it. I think this is my biggest problem with actually is that the. I didn't care about any of the characters in it. Um, I just didn't like the cast and I didn't like the setting. You know, we had about three sets in the whole thing. It was all dark and gloomy and it nothing kept me engaged, you know. Um, and I know a lot of people enjoyed it and I, and I, and I sort of think, well, what, what am I missing? You know, there's a lot of people out there love this episode. And the second time I watched it, one thing I did think is that maybe it struck me that I liked the idea behind it and I did like the dream crabs and all that mm-hmm. and i think if this was not a christmas episode i might have enjoyed it more if that makes sense because i like the, the creepiness of it mm-hmm. um and if it was a sort of standalone 45 minute episode i think i might have enjoyed it because i like the idea but as a christmas special it was just too dark too gloomy and i and i just didn't enjoy it okay mate it's fair enough it's um to me it was one of those episodes where um I I, can't, I I did find it a bit a bit hard going to to get through it, especially the middle and the end. Mm. Um, it, it, from the from the middle towards the ending, it did tail off a little bit, and it did. Um, I agree with you, hundred percent. It it did fall a little bit flat. Yeah. Um, but I did think it was quite a cool. Um, I did think it was quite a cool um, adventure. It was something slightly different that we hadn't really seen because um, the last, I think, the last two um, uh, Christmas specials. Um, they've focused on the classic Christmas stuff, haven't they? Like with um, um, Christmas Carol. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Christmas Carol, and mm. um, was it the Doctor, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? I mean, um, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's without doubt one of the worst, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, this this was in comparison to that was a masterpiece. But yeah, it was. Um, I just found them those, those ones. I found them. They, they focused on very much the um, the very classical view of Christmas and. And that kind of thing. Whereas this one was slightly different to me, although it had Santa Claus in it. Um, well, 
what they perceived to be Santa Claus in their dreams. Mm. It was, um, I thought he was quite funny. I, I really like Nick Frost as Santa Claus in this. Um, let's go I straight agree. into it. Yeah. What did you think of Nick Frost? I thought he was really cool. Yes, I did. Nick Frost is one of the one of the highlights in of the, in this for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked Nick Frost in it, um, and it was a good way of getting around the whole with Santa real thing with the dreams. That that was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, really nice performance for Nick. I would have liked him to have been in it a little bit more. Um, I think that's the thing because you you're in a dream. You've you've got the you know the possibilities of what they could have done mm-hmm. were endless because you're in a dream, and obviously Nick Frost could have for me could have been in there a lot more because because they're in the dream so there could have been a lot more fun i think in, in in amongst the darkness and what was essentially a good story i think they could have been more with the doctor and santa and everything you know they, they could have utilized him a bit more i think yeah no i agree i thought i thought he was going to be more of the main driving force in the episode than what he was he, yeah. he was more of a um more of a side a side note um to uh uh, as like a, a stepping stone for the characters to get on to where they needed to go. I thought he was going to be a bit more... Do you know what? I was expecting him to be an evil centre at first. I was, I yeah. just had this feeling. When I when I saw like the, the quick adverts before, before it came out and the preview, I, I had this feeling that he was going to be some kind of evil centre, which I was really looking forward to. Um, and it turns out he was just more of a comedic kind of... I mean, don't get me wrong, he was cool. I really enjoyed his performance. I thought... I think he's really funny anyway, Nick Frost. And um, and his character wasn't bad. I, I really enjoyed, you know, what he did with it. Um, there's just a little part of me that wished that they would have gone down the evil Santa route. That just mm. that just sounds cool to me. But um, Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, th- I thought he was great in it. Did you like Dan Starkey and the, the other guy as the little elves? Um, yeah, I thought they were okay. They were a bit underused. Um because I thought the little bit of screen time I did have was quite funny. I, I, I like the idea of the little Scouse elf, um, mm. and and Dan Starkey was like a like a very typical uh, little kind of Cockney elf and stuff. But um, yeah, I thought they were okay. What do you think? Yeah, no, I thought they were they were fine. I mean, I I think they sort of ejected a little bit of humour into it. I would imagine a younger audience really liking them as well. Yeah, um, I would assume. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I thought I thought they worked well uh, with Nick Frost as well. You know, I think the sort of three of them gave a good bit of humour to the yeah, episode. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I just think they were they weren't around enough, really. Yeah, yeah, I think they should have. That's what I mean. I think it should have been in it more. Yeah, seeing as when you have episodes that have got um, Strax and Jenny and, and Vastra and stuff, they get a lot of screen time um, when they're in the episodes with the Doctor, and I think that. You know, if you can allow those guys quite a bit, because they are kind of the, especially Strax, he's very much the comedic essence, isn't he? Mm. Oh, um, yeah. I would have thought that the elves being like a, a, a light-hearted Christmassy, well, on face value, a light-hearted Christmas episode, that they would have been a bit more um, around a bit more and a bit provided a bit more comic relief, I guess. But What did you think of the, the rest of the cast, though, like these guys that were trapped on this moon base, or as it turned out, they weren't, but the actual sort of main cast? Because... I think these sort of are what let it down for me. I, I didn't care for any of them. And a lot of people liked, um, what's the blonde girl called that everyone was saying was going to be the new assistant? Um, what's her character called? Oh, um, Shona. Shona, Shona, yeah, played by um, Faye Marsa, yeah. Yeah, a lot uh, of people were saying how good she was, but she was okay. Uh, but Michael Troughton as well. I was so oh, um, yeah. looking forward to seeing him. I was like, Michael Troughton's going to be there. I mean, he was hardly in it. He yeah. was totally underused. Yeah. The supporting cast really were 
were pretty poor for me. And uh, me, yeah. yeah. It was it was one of those episodes where you just didn't. There wasn't enough investment into their into their reason why they were there. I mean, I know that it was, you know, you know, seemingly quite random that these group of people were were suddenly plopped into the same dream mm. um, because of these um, these dream crabs. But um, yeah, I, they just didn't do anything for me. I didn't really get into their into their characters i didn't care why they were there i didn't i wasn't really bothered about if they got killed in it really or anything so no i mean yeah. that's that's what I'm, i felt as well i just wasn't just wasn't sort of um there was no emotional attach, attachment to the characters at all for me uh, i did like it when when it turned out that they were never really there i like that that's nice you know when we got to see them back home and and their everyday lives and stuff i thought oh, that's that's cool i like like the way they did that but uh but it, yeah the, as overall i just didn't you know didn't care for them at all you know like you said i didn't wasn't really too bothered whether they lived or died really you know yeah it was um yeah because i thought that they would because yeah in my in my opinion the the supporting cast in doctor who is normally very good Mm. um they normally cast pretty good people um and it's typically well written but this one was just a bit in terms of the supporting cast anyway there was just a bit flat a little bit flat it also makes me think, when I was watching it, I kept thinking back, because we recently watched Christmas Invasion and we both enjoyed that so much. I kept in my head comparing it, and it's it's an unfair comparison because yeah. we're looking at totally different eras of the show. But I, I, I couldn't help it. All the way through, I kept thinking about how much fun and feel-good factor there was that episode and, and the supporting cast. I remember saying to you in the last podcast how yep. good they were in it. And I think... It's probably an unfair comparison, but it did keep popping into my head a lot while I was watching this episode. As I kept thinking, how you know, like you said, how how the supporting cast weren't good in it, and how sort of studio bound it felt, and you know, because compared to Chris Invasion, you know, there was so much going on, and we were on location, and it was a really bright episode with a good villain, and there was none of that in this for me. You know, um, I did like the Dream Crabs though, even though they were a complete rip off of Alien. Um, you know, <laughs> and they, you know, Moffat even referenced that in the script, which to me doesn't make it any better. It's still a ripple, but they were a good, you know, it's a nice idea of having these things that take you into a dream and feed off you while you're dreaming of stuff. It's a good, scary monster. So that, that I did like. Yeah. I, I thought that was quite cool. I wanted to, um, to just pick up on what you said there, um, uh, about the Christmas invasion. Mm. And I think that ruined it a bit for me. Um, because we, because I quite enjoy that Christmas special and yeah. we reviewed it um, very close to this one. I think watching that has ruined ruined it slightly for me for this one. I uh, do as well. Yeah, because I thought, because I, I had exactly the same feelings at various points um, while watching this one. I thought uh, in my, my kind of, my subconscious was talking to me. It, it was saying <laughs> like, yeah, the Christmas invasion was a bit better than this, you know. Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think because we reviewed that so close, and we we gave that quite a good review and enjoyed it so much, I think it may be, it may be ruined this slightly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I absolutely, I think you're right, and it might sound a strange thing to say, but I think you're right because I just couldn't help but compare what I think <laughs> is a really good, enjoyable Christmas special to what was a really dark, you know, um sort of you know totally opposite i mean they are worlds apart almost you know sort of is this the same program mm-hmm. you know um yeah, yeah so i i know I, I felt the same i couldn't help it i just kept thinking you know there's no humor in it 
Um, and that's why I say, well, if it was a stand, you know, if it was a sort of episode mid-series and not Christmas special, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, I just think yeah. it wasn't my idea of a fun Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think it would have worked for me as an actual um, series episode rather than a Christmas special. But yeah, no, I read you. There was um, there was a couple of nice moments I I did like. Mm-hmm. There was the um, well, not the 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 scene with with the really old Clara. Um. I wasn't too kind of hyped up about that bit. I didn't really see the point in that that whole section, but I did like the bit where the doctor um holds her hand and helps her open the open the cracker. Yes. Which was a mirror of when she did it to him um at the end of Matt Smith's last episode. Yeah. I love um, a lovely touch. I yeah. liked that as well. Really really nice. Yeah, I thought that was very cool. Um and the um when the doctor's asking her for page numbers and he says, make it a good one. And she says, 12. I thought that was quite a nice little, a nice little touch as well. Oh, I, I, I must have missed that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. So, um, you know, when oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. When they're reading the, to, to sort of prove it's still a dream and yeah. all the pain. Yeah. 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 I, that, that went over my head. Yeah. Cause he yeah, does it a couple of times and then he says, make it a good one, you know, and that's the number she picks, which is obviously his supposed number. So yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a couple of nice little touches in there, but, um, yeah, the dream crabs and the alien thing, um, it, uh, just complete, complete rip-off, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot of comparisons going around, isn't there? There's like the thing, Inception, Alien mm-hmm. is the obvious one. You know, there was a lot of elements there. I mean, obviously, you're always going to get a certain amount of things that, you know, you, you can't help but sometimes, you know, just because it's on a moon base, just, you know, automatically people think of uh, the thing and the snow. But but I think there were some very obvious um homage would you call it uh to, to certain yeah. films um who you're going to call as well the ghostbusters mm, line and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, what did you think of capaldi in this by the way was he still on top form was he giving it all did you think yeah i was gonna ask yeah it's um capaldi um i don't think he was no uh, which which pains me to say that um because he's been just you know just brilliant throughout the entire so even with the episodes that weren't as great uh, some of the others he was even those ones he him himself Capaldi's performance was was so brilliant um but in this one I thought he was a little bit um a little bit dry really there wasn't much there wasn't a huge amount of emotion coming from him in certain points even you know even the bits where he was you know showing quite a lot of care towards Clara which he hasn't done in past episodes mm. he's been quite cold sometimes and a bit hard shouldery he was um even at those points where he opened up a little bit, um, he was yeah he didn't really didn't really scream as, as as you know everything was was cool as before. What did you think? Yeah, no, I was the same. There was no moment when he, I mean, he was he was good, but a little bit by numbers. There was no sort of real. He's you know really shining as the Doctor now. Do you know what I mean? I mean, this is Christmas Day. You want to get. There's probably a lot of people watching it with their family that don't normally watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's 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 put Capaldi out there. You know, let's give him a real, you know, um, sort of standout moment at least. There was nothing. You know, there was no real standout moment for me. Um, I I in a chat afterwards, I was saying, for me, he hit his stride in Mummy on on Express. That that Doctor there was in charge and he was cool and collective yeah i haven't seen that as that 
sort of doctor much. I, he seems to be getting a bit sort of doddery and a bit all oh, a bit panicky and you know almost a bit hunched over. And now I, I want to see that suave twelve doctor that we caught a glimpse of in Mummy on the Orient Express. You know, and I think it's down to the writing. Um, to be honest, you know, I yeah. think he, yeah. you know, I think he sort of you know worked with what he was given. But I didn't see him taking control and and being this you know impressive doctor that i've seen glimmers of throughout series eight you know yeah no i read you it's um what a fantastic episode that was as well um what mummy yeah it was mm. really really good love that and uh and you're right he was he really came into his own i mean he was great before then but that particular episode he just absolutely went for it didn't he yeah there's something about that i just think he hit the mark in the episode and i thought yes you know this is this is you know, this doctor has been great, but this is him as the doctor. You know, he's maybe it's because he was sort of separated from Clara and was just taking center stage. But, you know, the whole thing with the case with the jelly babies and he was just really suave in it and in control. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I loved it. And I, I saw on in this episode, I saw a slightly out of its depth, a bit, you know, like this sort of hunched over, sort of worried about everything doctor. And I'm like, I don't know, just didn't quite. Yeah, didn't yeah. quite sort of. I wanted him to sort of suddenly come good, and I didn't want him to necessarily make another big speech like we've had over and over again. But I wanted him to sort of take control a bit more. Yeah, yeah. In in its um, the the feeling that I got from from this after I after I thought about it a bit more, um, and it's I've got it written down here in my notes as well. It, like I said earlier, I did enjoy it after I after I stopped watching it, but then. As I've thought about it, and as we've spoken about it, it it's got that same vibe to me as um, in the Forest of the Night. Oh, you know where it it just seems like it it's trying really really hard to be good, um, and it's trying it's it's trying really really hard to get a good performance out of people, um, and you know the visual stuff is there. It looks quite nice, even though it's quite dark and it's only in you know certain locations. The the visual stuff was quite cool. Um, which wasn't the case in the Forest of the Night, but um, no. in, in this one, I mean, they visually kind of got it quite right. The scenes where um, they're flying through the air and the reindeers, and you know, and and the actual physical stuff with the 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 dream crabs, you know, they look quite cool. You know, it was all, it all it, visually it was quite nice. And um, but I just I, I had the same feeling after watching that one. After I thought about it for a while, it was just it it was just trying too hard. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, instead of just relying on just fabulous writing like we have in in some episodes, um, um, even the performance from Capaldi just couldn't couldn't pull this one, you know, out of the depths really. And uh, Nick Frost was great in it for me. The elves were good. Um, a couple of nice scenes with Clara were cool. The dream crabs are okay. Um, and you know, it was a it, it was a it was a fairly good kind of Christmas. Um, christmas spirit to it with with the whole um you know the the visual thing with christmas with santa and reindeers and snowing and talking a lot about christmas presents and the naughty and the the good list and you know all that kind of stuff that's you know quintessentially christmas was all there and it was it felt quite cool but i just felt that it was trying too hard and no matter how try no matter how hard they tried it, there was always going to be that that glass ceiling for me yeah, I think, yeah, I know what you mean now, actually, about the glass ceiling. Yeah, because I was just going to say, I think you're right. I think it it hit a certain level, which was which was good, mm-hmm. but it never rose above it. It never rose to great or 
or really good. It just stayed at good. Yeah. Um, and that was it. And, it, and I think because, you know, on a Christmas special, you want it to be that just that little bit extra special. You know, it's Christmas Day or whatever. You want it. You want to be. Oh, that was cool. That was great. <laughs> and it did. It never quite like you said, that glass ceiling, it never got above it. Yeah. You know, so it was just a sort of fair episode. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I guess I didn't mention Danny as well. I mean, were you a bit surprised when Mr. Pink come back into it? Oh, of course. Yeah, Danny. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised because I think I think his character was. I think they were always going to use him a bit more anyway. Mm. Um, and it was okay. I mean, the only the only thing I felt about it was it was just another reason for Clara to just cry. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It it, it didn't really leave me thinking. Oh, you know, it's it just felt like oh crikey, she's crying again, which <laughs> yeah. is you know, which is understandable from a from a human perspective. You know, she's lost somebody that she loves, and it, it it must still be quite you know upsetting for her. However, you know, this is a this is meant to be a like you say a, a fun Christmas you know family show. It, it, I, I don't want to see Clara you know bawling over Danny again. Again, I think you know. that's it. That, that's the that's it. Again, yeah. It's there was a couple of things that we were just sort of retreading again in this episode. I think that's where it got. Uh, it was a bit slow for me. I was thinking, oh, we've done all this. You know, we said goodbye, and you're doing it again. And you know, a bit like with the dream thing, it was good a couple of times, and then we were waking up for another dream, and it did start to feel like we were treading water a bit. Yes, you know, yeah. which which is why I think it got sort of bogged down. Yeah, and you know what the. Um the, the 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 I don't want to be too negative about it, but the the main thing that does it for me is whenever whenever you're dealing with episodes that are written about dreams, because yeah. there's always there's always a way out of something when you're yeah. when you're dreaming. Do you know what I mean? It's always to, and I think you have to be so good and so you have to be a real clever writer to nail anything you're talking up. Anything about dreams or time travel. Um, you have the writing has to be spot on, and I don't mean time travelers in um, uh, timey wimey Doctor Who. I'm talking about like movies that mention time travel, because you can pick them apart so easily. Um, and to me, it's it, it's just a it, it comes across to me as like lazy writing a little bit, because whenever you're dealing with dreams, you you put people in a situation, and when you can't, when you've not sophisticated enough in your writing to to get that to move the story on, you just kind of cop out and you go, oh, oh, it's a dream, so they can change it how they want. Yeah. And then you're yeah. in a situation and something happens, oh no, they're just dreaming, so we can change it to whatever we want. You know, you know, to the point where that was the whole the whole thing about this episode. Because they're dreaming, um, you know, Santa Claus turns up. Yeah. You know, that's the whole point of the episode. It's 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 mm-hmm. a dream and that that's that's the thing that does it for me is in, with dreams is that it it just comes across as a bit lazy in the writing. You can you can just put the characters in, in ever, any situation you want, but then instead of turning it into a very cool character drama or a character um, entertainment uh, piece, which is what they should have been with this cast, it ends mm. up just being a case of, oh, they're dreaming. What are we going to do now? It's, oh, we can do this. Well, well, no, you can't put them there and then put them from A to B. Well, you can because they're dreaming. They can do whatever they like. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's just a, it just seems like a, a, a small series of cop outs, yeah, to, to get to the end piece. Yeah, exactly. And you like you said with that cast as well. I mean, Michael Trouson, what you know, could have could have done some good stuff with him, and he mm-hmm. just you know wasn't used at all. Um, yeah, and also in the dream, you can do anything. You know, it could have it could have really opened up 
what they did with it. Um, I don't think they. It could be a budget thing. They, they didn't really sort of utilize it, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, that that well. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, like I say, I, I think in terms of story, I still think it's one of the better Moffat scripts. I still think it. It's certainly better than yeah. So yeah. well, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's, it stands up better than Widow and the Wardrobe, without a doubt. Um, I I still I don't think it was as good as the Snowmen. I, I still think that's one of Moffat's better ones. Um, okay. Yep. But, but yeah, but but with the end though, obviously there's all this talk of Clara. If she, you know, a lot of people are saying that was her ending, her getting old. That is how it was going to end. Obviously, a very last minute rewrite. Yep. She yep. turns young. And like you said, that comes back to the cop out. You know, oh, it was a dream. She's young again. We're off on our adventures. So yep. if that is the case, that's how Clara would have gone out. And um, would that have been a suitable ending for you, for Clara? No. No. <laughs> no. It's, um, I, I get the feeling that, uh, do you know what? I hate going down this road. I absolutely hate thinking about this because, um, we owe a lot to uh, to Stephen Moffat. We really do. Mm. But mm. I do think it's time that maybe somebody else. Uh, I'm going to put that. Yeah, let's just, let's do it. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. You know, we. I think we need a new showrunner because it's it's getting to the point now where the episodes are so um, so flat in there. Because if you think about the finale of season eight, how depressing was that afterwards? Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I felt I felt just horrible after watching that one. It just left me so flat, and and I just didn't I didn't want to watch Doctor Who after that. I thought I don't want to watch anymore, um, and uh, and I got the same feeling in this one. If they'd have left it, you know, if that was going to be Clara's exit, how just flat and and depressing would that have been? Yeah, you know? I I think I agree with you. I mean, it would have been a really dour ending i don't know how they would have sort of lifted the episode at the end but it would have been dour yeah. and the other thing that worries me is she's had a few sort of false exits now when mm -hmm. her exit does come it's i think this will impact on it because it won't have that same feeling you know because mm -hmm. she's already sort of left a couple of times so when she finally does leave you know i think this this you know we, it won't have the big impact that it should no i agree you uh, know. yeah and uh, you know unless what? she literally gets blown up or you know unless there is something <laughs> that is really like omg uh, you know yeah. it, it's it's going to have to be a big exit yeah and it's it's at times like this when i'm watching the moffat era when it's when it gets to things like that um and i know he he didn't write things you know completely happy and 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 just crazy all the time but i do miss the russell t davis stuff when Stephen moffat you know put stuff like this out there yeah, I think I, uh, that's what I was going to say when you said about having a new showrunner. I think I'd love it if Stephen Moffat just sort of came back and did like the couple of episodes like he did before because his episodes in the RTD era are, are brilliant, in my opinion. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Silence in the Library, um, uh, The Empty Child, uh, you know, Blink. he does some Blink, Blink, Blink yep. yeah. He, his stories when he wasn't showrunner were, were fantastic, in my view. Um and yeah, I, I don't think he does a bad job as showrunner, but I do agree with you. We seem to be treading, treading familiar ground at the moment, and I think we need an injection of some fresh blood. I really hope Jamie Matheson is back on board for Series Nine because his two episodes, for me, were the two standout ones in Series Eight. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, I want to see more, more yeah. from him. Brilliant, and uh, and just to um, just to, to end uh, the negativity section. 
Yeah. Um, uh, I do think that we were we've been a little bit let down in the um, in the Doctor's quest as well because I thought that at the end of the um, the day of the Doctor, um, I I took it and I think a lot of people did as well that um, the Doctor's new quest, if you like, and his new purpose would be to find Gallifrey. Mm. Um, and we haven't really seen anything like that at all in this whole this whole series, series eight. And the only thing that we've heard about it is in the finale and in this one in Last Christmas, where they kind of diffuse that bit. Well, I was lying, and I was lying as well. Mm. And he was, and the only thing he said really was, "Well, I didn't find Gallifrey," and you know. And I, I was hoping for a bit more, and I was hoping that the Christmas special would result in, you know, some more adventures leading up to a possible Gallifrey discovery but I have a feeling we might yeah I got a feeling we might be heading that way series 9 but then I think I thought that in series 8 but I have a feeling at some point he's going to have to we will be heading that way yeah yeah I hope so I mean I I have to say I know I know I've been quite negative about this episode and you you're sort of in the middle there somewhere but yeah it got a very, from what I've seen, it's got a very positive reaction. Yes, it A has. lot of fans have, have really enjoyed this episode. And, and even, I know there's a podcast that we both listen to, a Doc 2 one. Now, all four of them on that podcast really like this episode, which knocked me to the floor. Because I was thinking, one of them's got to agree with me. Really? So I'm, yeah, no, they all enjoyed it. And I'm just, I am surprised by the positive response. And I'm, I'm happy Gosh, I love it when people love Doctor Who, but it always makes me feel like, why am I not liking it? You know, what what's going on? Yeah. So yeah, so we have to say, although I didn't enjoy it, a lot of people really like this episode. Yeah, no, I agree. I I tried to stay off Twitter and Facebook after I mm. after um, uh, sorry, before I watched it when I got back to the UK, and um, when I did jump on there, it was loads, loads of people, and even a few people that I didn't expect would like it, um, saying how much they enjoyed it and stuff. So. Yeah, maybe um, maybe we need to watch it when I'm not jet lagged and you're not hung over. <laughs> I must admit, it is not one I'm going to watch again for a while. I <laughs> I I I even struggled on the second viewing. Um, I was bored basically. Yeah, I was just yeah. bored. Uh, it's not one I'm going to rewatch. I'm I'm glad there's people out there that enjoyed it though. T- sincerely, I you know I like it when people like Doctor Who, um, but I like it more when I like it. <laughs> yeah, but I I won't be going back to this one for a while. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's um, let's take a look at the uh, at the interwebs and see what other people have been saying about it before we get to our reviews. Mm. Um, uh, Kai um, McNamee on Facebook uh, on the Big Blue Box um, uh, podcast page uh, has jumped on there and said um, he thought it was a good story for Christmas, which are usually light affairs anyway. Uh, he likes the concept of dreams within dreams, um, and he guessed that that was a twist early on in the episode. Uh, he thought Capaldi and Coleman were great as usual, um, but the supporting cast were fairly unmemorable. And yes. Michael Troughton was unfortunately underused. He gives it a seven out of ten. Yeah, no, that's uh, some yeah really good points, Kai, and I agree with a lot of that actually. Yeah, and you had some uh, some peeps on the Geeks Handbag page, didn't you? I did. Yeah, our friend Helen Jones. Um, she loved it actually. Uh, she says it might even be her favourite of the Christmas specials, which really surprises me. But I'm glad you enjoyed it, Helen. Um, oh gosh, I I just scrolled my thumb across and nearly accidentally deleted the comment. That would have been disaster. <laughs> hi, um, yeah, she, yeah, hi, <laughs> she just said, um, yeah, she really enjoyed it. Uh, she said one criticism springs to mind: she would have loved to have seen Professor Albert's real life as well as the others, and that's true. We didn't. Is that because he died? We didn't see. We didn't see him 
go home or anything, did we? Yeah, because he died, yeah. Because he died, yeah. all right. Um, Lisa Forsyth, um, Hi, she Lisa. says, she says uh, poor Santa, it seemed to imply that if they saw Santa, then a dumb alien life form must be on their faces. Uh, she thinks Clara becoming old was unexpected and was disappointed when she turned young again. Also, boo to Michael T's character outcome. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, Lisa. We, we should have had more of Michael, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen McCullough, a uh, brilliant YouTuber, Stephen. She, he says, um, first half was light and fun and just what a Christmas special should be. But then it just got really dull in the middle and I was not a fan of the blatant plagiarism of Alien and the Thing, etc. Uh, but the ending was great with the sleigh ride. I know someone who hated <laughs> the sleigh ride bit. Did you like that? Um, yeah, I thought it was quite cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. just I know someone that really hated that moment. Uh, just thought it was awful. Uh, he also says... Um, uh, but any redemption was robbed by the rewrite to keep Clara on board. It was so lazy and makes me wonder why old Clara was still included in the show. A poor episode brought up to average at best by the cast and a few touches of comedy and surrealism here and there. Yeah. Oh, mm. oh. Uh, Taylor Mason. Uh, oh, hi, Taylor. He, uh, also known as Kermit Creations. Mm-hmm. He, um, he sometimes posts under either, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, he loved it. He really, he says, he actually says, I loved it. Uh, the story is really dark. And it's something Doctor Who hasn't really done before. Nick Frost as Santa was pretty good, and the supporting cast were awesome. I've especially Shona. He really liked Shona. I got to agree, with you, disagree with you there, Taylor. I, I thought the supporting cast were dull, but anyway, I'm, cl- I'm glad you liked them. Uh, the monsters were also quite cool, but I think they could have designed the facehugger creatures a bit differently to the facehuggers from Alien. Uh, personally, I wish Clara left at the end and Shona should have joined the Doctor instead. He's given it a seven point five out of ten. Right. Right. Um, I'll just flick through these. Oh, Matthew Thomas. Um, yeah, I chatted with Matthew after the episode, actually. He, uh, he, he hated it. Um, <laughs> he said because it bored him to death. Uh, on a second viewing, it was okay, but qu- was okay and quite enjoyable. But Moffat was very lazy writing this as it blatantly rips off Inception, Half-Life and Time Heist. <laughs> Clara staying is a bummer, but overall 6.5. Yeah, Matthew's really disappointed that Clara's staying, uh, like myself. Uh, Ryan Anthony? Oh, mate, he Hello. loved it. Yeah, Ryan <laughs> loved it. Um, he liked how it had great balance of darkness and humour. Okay. And finally, Harry Westergaard. Hi, Harry. He liked it. He said, I found it to be a very entertaining and fun episode. While not trying too hard to hammer the Christmas element into it, Nick Frost as Santa was great, and the Dream Crabs were as cool monster. So mostly positive stuff there, yeah, uh, Gary. Yeah. A lot, lot of yeah. There's only really me and uh, Matthew Thomas uh, <laughs> who didn't really enjoy it, um, but most of them loved it. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, it is. Rightio. So what are you going to give this then? I'm guessing this is going to be fairly, fairly low down. Well, I'm, I'm going to give it a six out of ten. It's as simple as that. I, I don't think it was dreadful. I wow. actually think the storyline was good. I just didn't overall enjoy watching it if that makes sense i story's good um yeah i just found it very middle of the road six out of ten i thought you were gonna go lower i still i still think it was fair i didn't really didn't really enjoy it just didn't didn't think it was great okay i was uh i'm gonna go with a 6.5 okay all right yep i thought you might go up to a seven i you know yeah i i thought that at first but then, um, yeah, as I say, as I thought about it some more and talked about it um, with you, it's, uh, yeah, a six and a half, I think, is is okay. 
Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's just sort of middle of the road. I think I haven't gone lower than a six because uh, I think if I went lower than a six, then it's going down into the depths of the widow and the wardrobe, and it's it's wow. definitely it's so much better than that. And it actually had a good story to it. It just didn't have enough um, didn't have enough fun for a Christmas episode for, for this viewer. Yeah, and the performances weren't as good as we were hoping. No, that's right. No, definitely not. There was no song for 10 moment. <laughs> In fact, I may need to put that on now just, just to bring yeah. myself back up. Cheer yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, so six, six and a half. I'm going to go with a six. Yeah. Six, right, okay, cool. Right, mate, so that wraps up our review of Last Christmas. Yeah. And episode 23. <laughs> So thank you very much for joining us for this uh, New Year's episode. Uh, it's been very cool, mate, going through the news and our review of last Christmas, even though we didn't like it a huge amount. Hmm. It's still it's still cool to have uh, Doctor Who on at Christmas. Let's not forget that. Oh yeah, and as yeah. I say, it was it was by no means a bad episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to those who have uh, jumped on and uh, given us your thoughts. Um, we love it when you guys do that. Please continue to do Ooh. so. Uh, why not jump over and, and join us uh, just go to uh, bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk and on there you can find links to Twitter and Facebook so uh, jump on there give us a like give us a follow whichever and join in the conversation uh, if you could jump onto uh, iTunes as well and give us a review on there that would be awesome because uh, that really helps us out um, and there was just really quickly um, if anybody knows um, who the user is of Nick the Dog 123 um, please get in touch because uh, you gave us a really, really nice review on there. So um, just want to say thank you for that. Um, we will see you in the new year. Ooh. Um, it's been a fantastic year for us. Um, we started this, well, uh, I started a podcast in March and then uh, Adam jumped on, uh, was it September, October? Oct yeah, September-ish. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, we've gone strength to strength from then. So uh, it's been a really good year for us and 2015 is going to be awesome, I think. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what we've got coming up in the year. I know we've got a lot of exciting stuff on the way, and I can't wait to see what's in store for us in Series 9. In Series 9, indeed, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you'll probably see us out and about a bit more in uh, 2015. We're, um, we're hoping to get out to, um, to some cool conventions uh, and chat to you guys and all the rest of it. So uh, it's uh, a goodbye and a happy new year from me. Yes, and it's a goodbye and, uh, yes, a very happy new year to you all from me. Uh, enjoy the rest of the year and remember, Alonzi! Alonzi!